Welcome to Katie's Crib, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. I think we've all been hearing a lot about the importance of self-care with the pandemic and all of its stressors amplifying that need. And I don't know, in my own personal case, I can't meditate. I don't read anything except my phone and the news, and I get more and more stressed out. So I have called on a very dear longtime friend of mine by the name of Robin Euclid. She is a wellness coach. She's an author of best-selling books, Go With Your Gut and Thin From Within. She's been featured on The View, The Today Show, E! News, Cosmopolitan. She's gracing us with her calming energy today and every day, if you follow her on Instagram, which I do. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Robin, I miss you. (laughs) I miss you so much. Thank you for that beautiful intro. And I was definitely giggling a little bit inside as you're introducing me with this calm presence, because I'm pretty sure my family are cracking up thinking... (laughs) She's calm. <laughs> but the truth is, when you grow up in a rather, you know, jubilant Jewish family from Long Island, somebody has to be the calm one. I have to say, of everyone I know, and I, I have a wide net and circle of um, friends and moms in the Katie's Crib community, you truly are handling this pretty well. <laughs> like, and I was like, I got to get Robin on here <laughs> to see through osmosis or through any kind of tips if I yeah. can feel that way. And I think we all do, because not only is the pandemic really hard personally on our relationships, on being mothers, this incredible epic time that we are seeing with all the racial injustice going on in our society, I know that it's a long journey and it's not something that can be fixed overnight. And so self-care is a huge part of being able to stay energized so that we can stay fighting the good fight. And I'm already exhausted and that's awful. Like we have so much longer to go. First, your mom. How old is your daughter? I am a mom. I have a four-year-old daughter. Her name is Navy. She has red hair and blue eyes and she is a thousand percent spirit and spunk and all the things. And And Albie's um, obsessed with her. Albie runs around going, Navy. Everything. I've had to sing him his goodnight song is happy birthday to Navy for like a good year. Like he's obsessed with her and his like, while he's going to sleep, he's like, just sing happy birthday to Navy real quick. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Just once. (laughs) And you oblige. Yeah, Um, of course. And there there is a husband attached to that child as well. You know, it's not just me and her. Uh, My husband, Scott, is her father. That's my little immediate family unit. And we don't have another child yet. We have talked about it. Mm -hmm. I really wanted a lot of space between them um, because I like to just simplify as much as possible. I know what my husband and I are capable of. He is an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. We work wild hours and I want to just be able to focus on her. And now we are starting to talk about bringing another one into the mix, but it's really just such an example of know yourself. And you mentioned a lot about self-care through this time. One thing I really love to share about that is self-care is not as interesting as goop and L and all the magazines want to make it. Mm-hmm. It's actually in its truest form, really boring. We tend to want to make things exciting and a big aha, but I feel what's kept me so calm through this time, calm through mamahood with her is getting it in, in so many tiny little moments in little practices. When you hold a pen, 
if you're holding a pen and you're writing and you're like all the tension and you're pulling in your shoulders and you're like, I got to get this down or get this right. And you're squeezing that pen that is pulling from your life force energy. Mm-hmm. Your chi, your like actual foundational health. Mm-hmm. It's such a silly example, but so many moments like that, when we're rushing to the car and we're looking for our keys and we go to do the dishes, it's absolutely dizzy. And so mm-hmm. how many times in our day can we take a breath, take a pause, take a moment, not take even 20 minutes. 20 minutes is a lot for a mom. Oh yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that's and that's probably part of it because I feel this pressure to like set up a space and mm-hmm. make sure my toddler can't get to me. And like, I have to like create this whole moment for it that it's probably making it more stressful than it has to be when and really- And you it really special. Right, it doesn't special. have to be Too special. Too much pressure. Right. Too much pressure. So I can't wh- handle that either. So it sounds like you have mindful moments throughout the day, right? Where you just- actually focus on exactly the task at hand in a really simplified, grounded breath. You do a lot of breath work and things like that. Um, Are you a meditator? Do you meditate every day? So the joke is, I actually, as as a, a, I have meditation guide and meditation teacher on my title, and I actually heavily dislike meditating. Um, just like I, I run <laughs> half marathons, but I hate running. Like, you know, this is the typical case of that. And I said, can I call myself that if I don't do it every day? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I can. Because... What I believe is there is a kind of meditation for everybody. And if we can break down the walls, the container of what it's supposed to be, um, you can make it your own. Yes, it would be lovely to have 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at the end of the day. I encourage the right kind of clients to get to that place. If you can get up before your kid at 5.30 or 6 a.m. or 6.30 and that works for you, do it. But I also believe that our life has chapters. And if you're in the chapter with young kids or whatever it is your schedule and your time is really not your own. My daughter was up all last night and all of the night before because she's had a little skin thing we had to take care of. It's it's not going to be possible for me to, to wake up early. Know the chapter that you're in. So what is doable right now? So for me, if a meditation, I'm using air quotes, doesn't happen... Can I wake up and before I want to fling myself out of bed and go pee and sometimes I even forget and I do it on the toilet while I'm peeing is just place my hand over my heart Mm. and take three breaths. Mm. And that can be your meditation. And I trust that every single one of your listeners is capable of doing something like that. It's just the commitment and the reminding and tuning into people that inspire you, that remind you to do those things for yourself, that it doesn't have to be so dang hard and such a thing. And so when I make meditation about that, yes, I do it every single day. But my road there, I originally used to set a timer for one minute because that's all I could get myself to sit for. And that was it. This That's is all I did for so a year. so helpful and so true. Because I have to say, like, this morning, I woke up on my own a little bit before Albie did. And I just, like, laid there and looked at the ceiling and took a few breaths and just said to myself, I'm going to have a lot of energy this morning to take care of my son. Because a lot of mornings I don't. And even though I was exhausted, I just said to myself, this morning is going to be a good morning. And it really has changed the entire scope of the morning. Do you know what I mean? And totally. it was only because I took like you said, three breaths and like focus my mind a little bit before I went just go hard get the kid, get the milk, get the baba, get your coffee, look at your phone. What's the schedule? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I also love that you meditate with Navy hanging off of you. <laughs> I have no choice. <laughs> I'm like, is that allowed? Like, I think people would really ask that. Like, how do you tune your child out? First of all, listeners, Robin and Navy have an absolutely gorgeous relationship. She is a very independent spirit. 
Um, and you, I, I love, I'm so sad we're not living in the same city right now because I honestly and truly loved watching you parent because I think you're really fucking good at it. And Thank I think you, you, you are, you Rye really method. are. I think Rye method for I that. do too, but even, but I, I just think you're really good at communicating with her and staying calm, even though, even when she's, I mean, she's got her opinions, man. And she's, she's a, a light. She's a force for sure. And it's, and they're all day. There's not, a, never a day or a section of time off from the opinions and the focus and the, yeah. And you're just she's intense. really she's intense. And I and I I just think you do a really good job of of holding her up for exactly who she mm, is. Thanks. Um within boundaries and safety and things like that. But um so tell me about when you meditate and she's hanging off of you. Is that real? Because you do it on your Instagram. And look, I think it's effing adorable. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. So everything you see on my Instagram, I do want to say is absolutely real. That's always like my disclaimer. If you see my child with me cooking or baking, it's because she sees what I'm doing and she asks to jump in. For everyone that you see like that, there's five more that she wants nothing to do with. And I never, people have said to me before, like, how do you get your kid to cooperate for social media? I'm like, I don't. Right. She's also saying there are Instagrams where she's like saying poop a thousand times while she's helping you cook because she (laughs) thinks saying poop is hilarious. And I think it's hilarious. Um, So, okay, that's a great disclaimer. Yeah. So just a disclaimer with that. And then as far as her meditating with me, what I try and do is at least one to two times a week, I have a sacred meditation for myself that it's once during the week and it's once on the weekend. Sometimes I plan those. Sometimes I don't. Let's say it needs to happen at 11.30 a.m. I set an alarm on my phone. I get my journal and I say, I know I need this. It's like running. I would spend more time avoiding it than actually doing it. But eventually I'd get there. So I do make sure I have quiet alone ones twice a week. Those are my check-ins. Those are my, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And that's also part of, you know, you saying I'm a calm mom, calm human, calm parent. That feeds it. I don't wait for the crisis to get out my notebook and create that time for myself. It is a commitment. And it's discipline. It means telling my husband, you know, you guys are doing something really cute in the living room and I'm going to miss it because I know I need to do this for myself. The other times when you do see her hanging off of me or maybe she's really participating or maybe she's like punking me, um, I try and go into it with no expectations. Isn't that such the lesson for parenting? Too? Oh, yeah. You're screwed. It's such good, if you have such expectations, good, good luck. And one thing, too, I do want to say is I invite her in. It's not, oh, it's a mommy and Navy activity. It's this is what I'm doing. And I'm clear with my words. I'm going to meditate for myself now. I need to breathe and be in my body. Would you like to join me? If you're going to join me, you can sit quietly with me or you can play with your something over here. Um, This is what I'm going to do. And she'll say, I want to join you. Or she'll say no and run out of the room and slam the door. Um, But if she joins me, then also knowing just because she said yes does not mean she's going to behave in a way that I would appreciate that she does. Sometimes she sits and ohms and it's beautiful. And sometimes, you know, she's exactly on your hair and like literally pulling on my hair. And it's just like, you know what? What can I what can I just be with what is today? It's like we get that huge message constantly being with with what is, being with what is, letting go, letting go. The exercise and the meditative moment of guidance that I'm getting in there is not that I transcended and that I went to bliss and that I was breathing. The gift is that I was able to breathe through and let go of the expectation or the circumstance that was happening around me. And then Uh. that means that's the muscle that I then trained that's then going to serve me when shit hits the fan later on in the day or that weekend, et cetera. 
unbelievable. That's like, see, it's so worth it. Even though I would be sitting there being like, oh, this meditation's ruined. I didn't get to the falling <laughs> off point. But really the lesson is don't have expectations. Be here now. It is what it is, which you then can take to parenting the rest of the day and the week. You're also really good at boundaries, which I feel like is also incredibly important during pandemic um, because we have nowhere. A lot of moms don't have places to go and stay at home moms a lot of times don't have anywhere to go regardless of pandemic. But yep. I think more than ever, we can't get to a playground. We can't get to a mall. We can't get anywhere. I feel more guilt than I've ever had because my son feels mm. more attached to me than he's ever had mm -hmm. because he's never had me this much. And so we're having a really difficult time when he has to have time with daddy. I mean, it's yeah. just the transitions, but yep. it's it's rough. Um, so I'm curious how you've been setting boundaries up for yourself and for your time and your work. Yeah. So first knowing like this is a wild time. It is an exception. Even if it goes on for another year, even if it's two years in the scope of life, I like to tell myself, it's a lot of permissions and a lot of reminders. God willing, life is a long time. Mm -hmm. And so if this is a chapter where things can feel like a struggle, where boundaries are not clear, where you don't feel like you're crushing it, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're less of an amazing mom, less of a great human, not you know doing your self-care. It's like, okay, this is a wild period of time. At some point, it will shift. And how much grace can you give yourself in that process? In addition to that, doing as much as you can around it. Some people work really well with schedules or routines. So it's like getting really honest if you have a partner at home or a friend or someone that can help you that you feel comfortable with. Here's the day, the weeks in my time where like, if I haven't had a moment to myself, it starts to skid off the rails. Um, you know, getting those on your calendar, scheduling them out in advance. And if they don't happen or scheduling doesn't work for you, I'm not a big like, you know, everybody's cooperating at the time that I need them to. You have to just remind yourself constantly, like I'm a priority in my space and my time a priority and not from a place of judgment or panic or worry or fear, but Hey, it's five o'clock. I haven't had a minute for myself. Let me think about my evening mm -hmm. and where can I get creative? Where can I do even less? Where can I, you know, even if you're a child may be crying for you and you can still step away, you just trust. Like, I can trust myself. I can trust what I need in this moment. Because the biggest conversation most of the time is going to be with you and your own emotions and the way that you're judging or feeling about yourself. And so that's the one true. you need to have. That's it's one you need to so have. so true. Because really, like, you know, your kid is safe and clothed and sheltered and loved, period regardless of whether or not you're letting him or her cry yeah. or not have the treat they want or not have the TV time and the meltdowns are happening. It's like my kid knows he's loved. <laughs> And even if think, I'm being a dick. Even if you're being, you, know? you, you might have to say that in your mind. It's like what I love to say too during, I don't call them tantrums, but um, intense emotions, large, big emotions. <laughs> big, big swinging emotions. Big yes. swinging feelings. I, I say to myself, you know, in a, on a good day, right? Mm -hmm. When I've done all the things and I've slept and this and that, I say, oh, look at my child. She is so healthy. My child is so healthy. She feels so comfortable expressing all the opinions and all of her feelings. Look how healthy my child is. So it's, it's that mindset. And it's just what that does is it releases the tension in your body. It brings you back to your rest and digest, your parasympathetic system. That's the 
the system that is responsible for you calming the F down Mm -hmm. instead of being in fight or flight. Because you know, when you have a conversation from fight or flight, or you have a conversation even with yourself, right? There's no chance. No chance in hell. So this is again, how many little teeny moments in your day can you take a breath? Can you tell yourself it's going to be okay? One thing I struggle with so much in parenting is like calling myself like I'm so not a Pinterest mom, like crafts. And there is not a single... Okay, ready for this, everybody? There's not a single printed photo of my child anywhere in my home. We are the (laughs) same person in so many ways. I don't have anything of Albie. Nothing. Nothing. Never printed one up. Like Nothing. I I know. I'm terrible. I hate... This has been a real challenge. Like in pandemic times, I've talk to my therapist about this because it's like, how many walks around the block can I do with my son? I'm not a mom like you that does crafts. I don't like planning workbooks or curriculum. Like, I would love nothing more than to send my kid to school and trust someone else to do those things with him and give him those opportunities. I'm a mom that's a producer. I like to organize schedules and time and keep the house together and be there for him. But I don't like to initiate, like, massive play. That's just not my strong suit. And I feel like I'm going to kick ass when he's, like, a teenager and everything's, like, like, emotional (laughs) and, like, talking and shit like that. And you're not either. Which I'm makes me feel so much better because I think you're a great mom. <laughs> See, and they're okay. And they're okay. But I would say too, within that, like find something that you do enjoy. You know what I mean? If you want to put on plays with him. Sure, sure, sure. Or go through your shoes in your closet. Or Yeah, like, we love that. I love anything that's like an organizational thing. And yeah, I love like reading. We're big readers. The, of course. You just, you have to find the things and you have to trust they're getting enough. And then I will say one thing in pandemic that I've tried to get stronger at, and it, it has served us is letting her lead just sometimes maybe it's, it's just could be once a week where it's like, Hey Navy, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to play dollies. And everything in me is going, I don't want to play dollies. I don't want to play, but I'm like, you know what? Sure. And just play the dang dollies with her for an hour because then guess what? She's way more cooperative the rest of the day, goes to bed easily. And not that it's an either or and you always get what you put in. And (laughs) I was so with her yesterday. I was like, she's just going to have my, today's going to be a day where she has my full focus. And then some, oh, we were um, in the courtyard playing with the kids and she said, nobody's cheering for me. And then she said, and now my entire day is ruined. (laughs) And I said, and I'm literally like, I worked really hard to be a really good mom today and just focus on you and be present. And you're telling me that none of that matters anymore. And like, she's four. So that being said, you can still do all the things and they'll still slap you in the face, whether it's literally, I've gotten whacked in the face or or emotionally whacked in the face. You just, that's why it's like, have fun, do the best you can, breathe, you know, give yourself a break. And I'm telling you all of this because I'm telling myself this. It is a practice. This is never something that I'm like, oh, I did it. I'm good at that now. But I certainly exercise those muscles every single day. It's mm-hmm. it's so like, what are, what's the garden you're watering, right? Is it the one of guilt and shame? And I wish I could this or could that? Or are you just saying, you know what? We're okay. I'm okay. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. 
you you do so much focus on gut and belly health, which I think also relates to mental health. We're trying to take care of ourselves during this pandemic, and everyone's joking about gaining 19, 20 pounds. People are home. Often they're going to their kitchen to get a snack because people are eating their feelings. Tell me about how your gut and belly have been during this pandemic and what (laughs) advice you could give to the rest of us, because Adam and I have seen some dark shit during this time. If you look at my (laughs) husband's Instagram and him making pretzels and donuts from scratch and like, what is he doing to me? We're going to be rolled out of the house in two years. Um, Give me advice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So much. Yes. Oh, my God. So first, a disclaimer again. I love crap food. So I'm one of these people call me healthy wellness experts and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you could give me a corn dog any day. I will eat that. Oh yeah, I made you a quesadilla Uh, once and you were like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. (laughs) So people think I eat perfectly. I don't, I love crap food. My father um, was a chronic overeater and dieter and I really struggled a lot connecting to him and my own journey in overeating, always being on the next diet, constantly comparing my thighs to everybody else. Need to change my body, change my body, change my body. I've worked a lot on that over the years. I will say my road to pregnancy actually did heal a big layer of that for me in the sense that when I was preparing my body for, you know, future child, I went and got my panels done and where was my mercury levels and doing all these things. And I realized that, oh, I'm making this home as optimal as possible for this future baby to hopefully grow in. But like, hey, hello, I live here. Like, Mm -hmm. How am I taking care of myself for me? So that was another layer of the shift. That being said, I still love and eat all the every different kind of food. So my biggest... Well, two things I want to say about this. One is I still really believe that it is most of the time what you eat, not some of the time. So this might be a good time to make your most of the time as strong as you can. And it can be really simple. Now we have hopefully more access to vegetables, produce, healthy proteins. Um, I am a gut health expert, so I'm always going to preach about raw fermented sauerkraut and raw fermented veggies and getting some of that in. So you're helping the bacterial conversation in your body. A thing we're absolutely not talking about enough in this pandemic is understanding that a virus is a conversation with your body and your body needs to be a willing host to invite that conversation in. Mm-hmm. So the more that you can take care of your gut health, of your health in any way that Better you can. Better for immune system. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. 70 to 80% of our immune tissue lies in our digestive system. Good so Lord. Repeat that again. Ugh. 70 to 80% of our immune tissue, that system lies in your digestive system. Is that the same with our kids too? Yes. Or oh, born that fuck. way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, but they're okay. They're fine. They work <laughs> out. They work out. Just like you can just eat like white toast and cheddar crackers for the first trimester of your pregnancy and it doesn't affect you or the baby. It's yeah. fine. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So when we're taking care of our gut health, our digestive health, probiotics, fermented foods, healthy fats, things like that, we are taking care of our immune systems. So I would say do the best you can with that. You know, keep it really simple. I outlined something called the rule of five plate in my book, Thin From Within. If you can't get the book, that's also on my blog. I like to give a lot of resources in all ways as much as possible um, to just give you you a template. Of course, my pleasure. Um, So cooked vegetables, making trays of roasted vegetables. Again, make it simple. It does not have to be complicated. So you're most of the time food doing the best you can. You're some of the time food. My point that I want to make about that is this is a pandemic. We've never been here before in our lifetimes. Who the heck am I to say to not have your pretzel, Oreo, whatever configurations that you're eating during this time? I just have to trust like 
eat the dang cookies. I am like 50% cookies at this point. It's fine. If I'm doing the other things, I most think we of can, the time. most of the time that we can trust that it's going to be okay. Um, I'm friends with Ruby Warrington, who wrote the book, Sober Curious. And she talks a lot about not necessarily, um, you know, total sobriety, but really stepping away from drinking for other reasons. Mm. Um, and people were asking her, you know, how do you feel about everybody drinking during this time? And I was drinking way more during this time. Oh and my God. Like, everybody I know everybody. is like drinking every fucking day. It's insane. Every day. And not that she's not judgmental at all. I thought she would have said, you know, it's, it's bad or it's terrible that we're doing this. And I wish we were turning to other vices, but instead she shared on her Instagram, her name again is Ruby Warrington. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She shared, who am I to tell people how to handle a time like this with job security, Black Lives Matter, and with an election? Like this is not going away anytime soon, everybody. So whenever you're yeah, the hearing- the stress about, is not going away anytime not. soon. And so that's why I'm so happy you're here because we have Breathe, to get back the to the simple- the simple things that make us feel better. It's like, okay, most of the time, if you can be pushing vegetables and proteins, great. That also means you can have the cookie, you can have the wine, whatever. Like, let's just survive. But also through the day with motherhood, if there are moments where you can just take a breath, put up a boundary, meditate with your kid next to you, no matter what the shit show is. <laughs> it's just like, be there for it. Oh, I wanted, to, one thing came to mind. I was thinking about one time we were in the playroom in New York City. You guys, we lived in the same apartment building in New York City. It was the best. Um, And I remember one time where Navy, this girl's obsessed with Navy, and Navy was making her cry because Navy was like, I don't want to play with you, like, at all. And the girl was just (laughs) She's very clear. The girl was just hysterical. And I just watched you, like, be there for Navy and, like, and for the other girl saying— all the things. And I, it was so wonderful to watch because I would have completely buckled down. Like, I just wouldn't have been able to deal with the judgment from, like, the other moms that, like, my kid's not playing nice or what we consider nice to be. What we consider. Mm-hmm. And that's my son to a T. Like, my son does, has his own agenda. Like, I might set up a play date. And that kid might walk like this has been hap- a, a social distance. Someone, a kid friend might come over in our front yard for an hour and he's screaming no from the minute the kid walks in because he's not used to sharing his stuff right now. He doesn't want other children in his space. And I am fucking horrified. OK, <laughs> like my my social niceties self is a mess. Help me. What? what how do you how do you dig deep and, and are strong for judgment and mom guilt? Yes. So um, you need to rye method yourself. You would say this to yourself, Katie, like, oh, hey, Katie, I see that you're really uncomfortable right now and that you want to judge yourself. But can you just accept what is, Mm -hmm. take a deep breath, maybe share some funny humorous sentiments with the other mom and trust Albie that this is what he needs and that it's all going to be okay. So I would have that conversation with myself. And over time in environments like the playroom or the playground, it I, I actually kind of think it's funny. <laughs> so I've been known, like I could see Navy and this again, this is within reason, right? There's never physical. You may not no, touch. No, no hitting. You may not be no mean. mean. There's yeah, no, yeah. none of that. And also too, if she doesn't want to play, I'd say, please be kind with your words. There's definite things that are okay and not okay. Um, but... 
I've been known when I see toddlers working it out that I pretend like I've seen it, but I'm looking away or I'm like conveniently having a conversation with someone else. So I, a lot of moms other may think I'm like almost don't pay attention or this, but I'm actually over paying attention and I'm doing it on purpose. So whatever, that's when you've got to get a little bit of the, like, say something to yourself, say something to the other mom, but not to put your child down. Right. Like, Oh, this is so hard. Why can't they just this? Like, let's watch ourselves for that because my mom used to do that to me. It didn't feel good. Right. It didn't feel good. They just are who they are in those moments. And we can't, it's, it doesn't make them bad or good. Right. Right. They're not Gumby. You can't mold them. And you have to just trust that if you can breathe and just take a step back and find some humor and find some lightness, that this is for the better of your child and for the environment. And think when they're older, that they can feel confident. That's like, you know what? I'm supposed to be social right now. Maybe I need to be right. Sometimes there are, you need to go to the event, even if you don't want to, but maybe you don't. And they need to really learn how to take care of themselves. And so Albie, he knows how to take care of himself in that moment. For whatever reason, this isn't okay. Obviously there's some funky areas here too, with not sharing and being under socialized that we're going to have to shake out. But again, even going into that conversation, can you have grace? Can you just trust, breathe, baby steps, and just continue to do the best that you can? Amazing. We're going to have such a treat today, you guys. Robin, I want you to take us through like a little meditation, but honestly, a realistic mom one. Okay. Like not <laughs> a fucking, te- I, no one's got time for this. No, it'll be like three minutes or Yeah, under. like, like Promise. If, if there's like a three minute one. But before we do that, is there anything else that we want to talk about besides guilt, boundaries, what we're putting in our bellies, our, our bellies and bodies to process this, this insane time? The only thing that that came through, and this is me just trusting my intuition and whatever comes through, is just to remind everybody. You're also the biggest gut truster I've ever known. (laughs) Thank you. It's true. Like, you're just like so, you know yourself so well. I'm such a Libra. (laughs) Like, oh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. I'm a Libra too. Oh, yeah, that's right. But But that's my brain. See, okay. So in this, I'll take you through the little process. So you asked me a question where in my head, a bunch of things dropped in. But what I heard from deep within is this is what wants to be shared. And so I could push it away or I can say, nope, I'm just going to trust. And so again, exercising that muscle of, of whatever it is that's supportive for you, every time you feel or hear or sense this little wave of a voice, a sentence, a piece of clarity, listen to it and you will strengthen it. And then you'll hear it more and more and more. You can still have the Libra back and forth conversation in your head. Oh, my head is a very busy place. It is, it is, Scott's <laughs> like, are you, where are you in your body, in your belly? Or are you in your head? I'm like, I'm in my head right now. Go away. Um, <laughs> so just trusting. And so what came through, it's, it's very simple. I could judge myself and say, well, this isn't enough to share, but I'm going to trust that whoever's listening, this is exactly what you need to hear is going back to those basics. When we talk about health and we talk about wellness, when you first wake up, are you having a huge glass of water? Are you flushing your system? When you're making your morning this, are you breathing? Are you in your body? Are your feet underneath you? When you go to bed at night, are you brushing the the day away? Maybe taking an extra shower or a salt bath or literally physically, I'd like to take my hand and just brush down my body and imagine all the emotions, all the experience of everything that had that, that happened that day and just brushing it away. Are you eating fresh food, vegetables, water? Are you speaking kindly to yourself? 
You know, are you taking your immunity supplements? Are you taking a probiotic? You know, how simple can you make it so that you can feel supported and you can get out of your head and the should I, shouldn't I, but she's this and she's that. It's really tricky right now. And with the school transition or the non-school transition, we've got to get into our bodies and into our bellies and trust that they've got you. And if you feel the, I'm worried, I feel fearful, I don't know what to do. It's like, just find a moment of peace. Let's do that now. We're just going to start. So just, okay, absolutely not necessary. But if you can and you feel safe to do so in your space, go ahead and close your eyes. And don't do anything yet. No editing, no adjusting, no, oh, I'm tense or I should be breathing more. Just take a moment to be with you in the exact space that you're here in right now. And maybe you've got a little one on your hip or someone calling for you. Just let that flow in and let it flow out. There's nothing you need to do with it. You don't need to change it or shift it. The visual that just came to me is the tide from the ocean coming in. There's no way that you could push against that tide and stop it from coming in. So just let that water come up on the shore and go back into the vast ocean. Next, I invite you to place one hand over your heart. And even right there in that connection, see if anything shifted for you. If you're immediately reminded of this beautiful organ beating for you inside of your body, pumping your blood, giving you life, and also giving you love. this beautiful space that lives within each and every one of us, within yourself as a human, if you have littles within them, that each and every one of us has a heart and a heartbeat. And if your eyes are open and you're in your day or driving, just do this in your mind. Our minds are such powerful places. And if that's where you are right now, it's absolutely perfect too. Next, still with your hand over heart, if you're there, breathing into your heartbeat. Breathing out. Two more like that. Breathing deeply in and deeply out. Last one, deeply in and out. Next, you can lower your hand or keep it there, your choice. We'll close in a moment, but in the next few seconds, I'd like for you to invite in an intention for yourself. Keep it small, keep it simple. It can be a word. It can be for this moment. It can be for the rest of your day. It can be for your week, for your month, for your year. Ask yourself what you need. Let it come through from the belly, from your base, from your intuitively guided you-ness. Feel it rising up and settling into your heart. If you need to borrow one, you can use I am me. 
I am present, or the word breathe, maybe even laugh more, whatever it is that came through is perfect. Letting that go now, we're going to close our little meditative moment. And I'm actually going to give you maybe 10 to 20 seconds of silence just for you right here, right now. Three final breaths in this space before we close on your own. Make them quiet and soft or yummy and big. Last one. And when you're ready, gently opening your eyes. Coming into your space. I like to give my heart a little rub. Say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for beating for me. Thank you for giving me an internal metronome that I can feel anytime I need to. That pulse, that calm, and that strength. Namaste. Amen. Namaste. Amen. Cheers. L'chaim. Peace out. Oh, that was so beautiful, Robin. Thank you for your time, your energy, your wisdom. I'm so excited to go and open up my Thin From Within book and go with your gut and make some plans for this week and the belly health that I'm going to attempt. You've got this. I love you. Thank you for being on Katie's Crib. Tell us all your social channels again. So Robin Euclid, it's a tricky name. Uh, R-O-B-Y-N-Y-O-U-K-I-L-I-S. But my first book is Go With Your Gut. It's pretty easy to remember. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere books are sold. And then you can see my name from there. I mostly hang out on Instagram. And then on my website is also robinucalis.com. Come hang out with me. Say hi. Say you're from Katie's Crib. Yes. It's an amazing follow, I have to say. It's just an amazing follow during this time. There's offerings of meditation and recipes and grounded work and just inspiring mama stuff to help get us all through. Um, You guys, thank you for listening to Katie's Crib. Subscribe, tell your friends, follow us on social channels at Katie's Crib, and email me any ideas, thoughts, suggestions. We're all in this together, you guys. I love you all. Katie's Crib at Shondaland.com. Oh, my word was peace. So I offer that and give that to all of y'all listening. Hopefully we were able to provide a little peace during this podcast. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Robin. Katie's Crib is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Look out.